0: We've been examining the call of God on the life of Moses. And when Moses questions his ability to be the instrument that God needed, the Lord challenged him to look at what he had in his hand. And as Moses stood there before God, he held a simple shepherd's staff. That staff, however, had been given to him by God for a reason. And while it was just a piece of wood and nothing in itself in the hands of a shepherd, it was a useful and incredibly powerful tool to care for the sheep. And many God-ordained circumstances had led up to Moses taking that staff in his hand. He had been banished from Egypt. He had lost the vision he once held for his people. He lived now in a desert, totally disconnected from his family, and the only job available to him was that of a shepherd. But all of this had been in the purpose and plan of God to prepare Moses for the great task he had given to him to accomplish for his people in Israel. It wasn't an easy task for Moses to pick up that shepherd's staff, and the road to Taking it up was a difficult and humbling one, but it was necessary. Now, a number of years ago, I was feeling the weight of ministry and sensing my powerlessness to to make a difference. And I found myself crying out to God for greater power and authority in the work to which He had called me. And as I cried out to the Lord, He answered that prayer by showing me a picture, and that picture is hard to describe, but, but what I saw and the meaning of what I saw was was very clear. And in my mind, I could see a picture of, of what looked to be a pouch. And as I looked at that pouch, I, I felt the Lord speaking to my heart, and he told me that that pouch was the pouch of humility. And he went on to tell me that any authority he would give would go into that pouch. And I could only have as much authority as my pouch of humility could hold. And those words burned deeply into my heart. Authority without humility to handle it is deadly. And I've come to understand in a greater way the importance of humility in the work of the kingdom. God must humble us if we're going to be useful to bear his authority. And that is what God was doing in the life of Moses. He humbled Moses so he could use him. Moses had been prince in Egypt. He'd been banished, however, from Egypt. And now he picks up a simple shepherd's staff and carries on the task of a poor shepherd. But unknown to him... God was humbling him and strengthening his pouch of humility as the vessel in which he would place his authority. And God has been working on us as well. And some of us have faced serious trials in life, but God is shaping us through them. We are being transformed in character and spirit through the circumstances that God has allowed. And now we stand before God humbled and tested. We don't all have a shepherd's staff in our hand. But be assured that God has formed something in you. And you might not see it right now. And like Moses, you may have a tendency to belittle what God has given. You can't see how it could ever be used. But it is God who has given it to you. And his work in you is not in vain. And he has a purpose for what he has shaped and formed in you. In Exodus 4 and verse 2. God drew Moses' attention to the staff in his hand. It was not something that Moses ever thought about, but it was something God had placed there in his hand. And as Moses considered the staff, the Lord speaks to him. And in Exodus chapter 4 and verse 3, the first part of verse 3, the Lord says, and he said, throw it on the ground. Now speaking to Moses that day, God tells him to throw that staff that he had given him on the ground. Now, we'll consider what happened when he did that in another message. In this message, I want to simply focus on the act of throwing that staff on the ground. While the staff was just a piece of wood, Moses would not have wanted to leave home without it. For 40 years, Moses carried that staff. It had been the tool of his trade, It chased off wild animals. It protected his sheep from harm. It rescued sheep from dangerous circumstances and situations. And after 40 years, that staff was like a third arm to Moses. And Moses had come to depend on it. And he knew how to use it. He was in complete control of it and how it was used. And what was God asking Moses to do when he told him to throw that staff on the ground? In essence... Moses was being asked by God to relinquish control over that staff. And God was telling Moses here that he was to surrender the stick to him. It's quite interesting that from this point on in the book of Exodus, that staff is referred to as the staff of God. And there's a reason for that. Moses had surrendered it to the Lord. Moses had relinquished control over that staff and God would show him from now on how to use that staff and Moses was no longer had any authority over how it was used because he had surrendered it to the Lord by throwing it on the ground. For 40 years the staff of Moses had been used to care for sheep in the desert of Midian. When Moses surrendered it to the Lord, however, it would be dedicated to a new purpose. In the hands of God and under his direction, that simple piece of wood would become the channel of great miracles and deliverance. Surrender to God. That staff took on a whole new role. It would be used to lead the people of God out of bondage to the promised land. That day, God asked Moses to surrender the only tool he had. Now, without that staff, Moses would have felt vulnerable. Now, in Sydney Mines, where where I live, I've often watched people go out for a walk carrying a, a stick and what struck me initially was that the stick was, was too short to be a walking stick, nor was it even used as a walking stick. These individuals simply carried the stick in their hand when they went out for a walk. Now, inquiring about this, I discovered that they carried it as protection. In, in this case, if a dog or other animal came up to them, they would have something to protect themselves. Now, after years of carrying his staff, Moses would have felt its absence. There was a certain sacrifice to make by casting the staff to the ground, but it was a necessary one. This act was, was symbolic in casting it to the ground. He gave it to the Lord, and from this point onward, that staff would be devoted to God and to his purpose. Now, there's an important lesson here for us. If we're going to be effective in ministry, we too must surrender our staffs. To each of us, God has given spiritual gifts and experiences in life. But it's not enough to have these gifts and experiences. In and of themselves, they will accomplish nothing of significance until they are surrendered to God. And the first thing God will require of all who are called into service is that they surrender their whole being and in particular their spiritual gifts to him. Spiritual gifts and burdens can, in fact, be the death of the church if they are not surrendered to God. It is possible to misuse our spiritual gifts and experiences. It is possible to use our spiritual gifts for our own glory and ambition. Now, I stand before people regularly to teach the Word of God. And I have spoken in different countries and, and to different people, people of different languages and i've come to, i have through all of these experiences come to understand that all of this could be in vain despite any spiritual gift the lord has given me if the lord does not choose to bless what i say it goes nowhere the lord who gives us gifts callings and burdens must Be Lord over them all. We must surrender them to him and allow him to to determine their use. Now imagine Moses taking that staff that he had dedicated to God and going to Pharaoh with it. And when Pharaoh rejects his his request to let the people go, imagine Moses taking that staff and threatening to beat the king with it if he didn't let the people go. Imagine when the Egyptian army pursued them at the, at the Red Sea, Moses determining that he would chase after them and defend Israel like he defended his father-in-law's sheep from a bear. Imagine him rushing headlong into that advancing those advancing chariots, swinging his staff. What would happen to Moses? Where would all this lead Moses? He would likely have been imprisoned by Pharaoh's guards or been run over by the chariots. There are many people like this, however. Their confidence is in their gifts and not in the Lord's leading. Somehow they believe that because they've been called by God, they can do whatever they want. They believe that their gifts will win the day. And Moses had, had to learn this lesson the hard way. As he traveled to the wilderness, the the, the children of Israel came to the region of Horeb and, and there was no water there for the people. And so the people complained to Moses and, and God told Moses to go over to a particular rock and strike it with his staff. And when Moses obeyed, water came out of that rock for the people. And later they arrived in another region, the region of Kadesh, where a similar thing took place. This time, however, God told Moses to speak to the rock, not to use the staff and strike it, but to speak to it. But Moses took his staff, however, and struck the rock like he did the first time. Moses was trusting his staff, not God, to do the work. He felt confident in the staff. And while water did come out of that rock, God determined that because Moses did not obey him and misuse the staff. He would not allow him to enter the promised land. Moses trusted in the staff rather than the Lord's direction in its use. I dare not trust my gifts. God alone deserves my confidence. I must never lift up my gifts above God and trust them more than him. God requires that Moses surrender his staff to him and punished him when he misused it. We must surrender our burdens, our gifts, our callings to God. He must lead us in our calling. He must bless the use of our gifts. He, we must seek him for the use of our gifts. We must ask him what we need to do with our burdens. He must be Lord over these matters if we are going to be effective in ministry. It's one thing to discover what God has called you to do, but another to surrender all of your plans, all of your purposes, everything to him. When you surrender to him, your call, your gifts, your burdens, you're no longer in control over their use. God determines how and when and if he will use you. There's a world of difference between me surrendering my gifts to God and, and me taking charge of those gifts and using them however I want as being myself in control. Now, there are those who, once they feel called to God, no longer see their need for his ongoing, continuing, empowering and direction. They're often running, leaving God and his purpose behind. Your gifts and calling will not diminish your need for God and his leading. And the reason for this is that when God calls you, he wants you to surrender everything to him and to his purpose. He wants you to surrender your control of the gifts that he has given. He wants you to surrender the control of your calling and the burden he has placed in your heart. He wants to be Lord over your gifts and callings and burdens. And once you surrender these things to the Lord, you are obligated to use them only as he sees fit. We have no right to assume that God will bless our gifts and callings and burdens if we choose to take control of them ourselves and misuse them. As God, as Moses stood before God that day, the first thing God required of him was a surrendered staff. And only in this surrender could that staff be used because the power was not in the staff but in the one who controlled it. And God must have full control if our gifts and our burdens are to be of use. God is looking for those who will pray, Father, what you have formed in with me now, I surrender to you. I give you control and allow you to use what you have given to me for your glory. I don't know what you will do, but I leave it to you. I ask for an obedient and submissive heart that will step out only as you lead. And God is calling each and every one of us today to surrender to him what he has given to you. This, this, and this surrender implies allowing him to use or not to use as he sees fit. We must throw our staff on the ground in full surrender for only in the full surrender of our gifts and callings and burdens, can they become useful for the kingdom of God? May God give us the grace to surrender our gifts, our callings, our burdens. May we cast them on the ground before him in complete and utter submission to him and to his purpose. For only when he controls them will they be effective for his cause and bring him the glory he deserves.